Hey everyone, welcome back to Recalibrate, a mindset podcast designed to help you break free from the old and press on to the new. I appreciate you connecting every week to listen, to learn, and to grow. Today we start a three-part series on boundaries. I've been a relationships coach now for the past 15 years, and I've found that the common denominator in relational and marital distress is the lack of healthy boundaries. You probably heard or read that the two key predictors of relational failure are both the lack of effective communication, the lack of trust. And although there is a lot of truth to this, I would say that there's a deeper issue. The deeper core issue is the lack of healthy boundaries. And you're probably asking yourself, well, I wonder if I have healthy boundaries in my relationships. Well, to answer your question, I'm going to ask you four. These four questions will bring more self-awareness and a better understanding of where you stand in your own relationships. So number one, do you find yourself always trying to please others, not wanting to let them down? In other words, have you developed the people-pleaser syndrome? Number two is, do you struggle with simply saying no? And if you do say no, do you find yourself justifying your, your answer? Number three, Are your relationships difficult, dramatic, and toxic? And number four, do you find yourself exhausted and lacking the motivation to carry out the most simple of daily tasks? If you've answered yes to these four questions, you, my friend, are in deep need for boundaries. See, not having boundaries is like building a beautiful home, putting all of your money, sweat, and tears into it, and yet forgetting to build a fence around it. And so every week, you have the neighborhood dogs walk all over your precious manicured lawn. The neighbors, they just trample all over your flower beds. And to make matters worse, you experience consistent burglaries and break-ins. And you don't understand why. And actually, you've gotten to the point where you you blame it on your fate (laughs) or even your bad luck. But let me tell you, had you put up a fence or a physical boundary you would have eliminated at least 90% of the issues causing most of your grief. So the question is, why do people fail at setting boundaries or even upholding them? Well, let me tell you, over the past years, I have met with countless couples, individuals that have failed at setting boundaries and their reasons The reasons are all revolving around fear, the fear of rejection, and ultimately abandonment. Now, these are people who have a spirit of rejection, a spirit of abandonment due to childhood trauma. Perhaps mom or dad, one of the two abandoned them, or maybe both of them abandoned them as children, and they've developed this spirit of rejection. And so they feel that if they set boundaries into motion in their relationship that the other person, the significant other, their spouse or whoever it is, will simply reject them or abandon them. And therefore, they don't set boundaries. The second issue is that they fear confrontation. These are people who are in a relationship with someone who is more dominant, more direct, more decisive, more domineering. And they fear the confrontation because the other individual usually gets confrontational and explosive, and they don't want to deal with that. They're just afraid. And the last one is guilt. 
People don't set boundaries because they have a sense of guilt. Their self-esteem is so low. Their self-love is non-existent. They don't feel worthy of setting boundaries in their lives. They don't see themselves as that beautiful construction, that beautiful home that deserves a fence. They see themselves as a a dilapidated uh, structure, a building that is soon to collapse, and therefore, why even bother? So there's a sense of guilt. You see, boundaries are the physical, emotional, and mental limits that we establish to protect our own selves from being manipulated, used, and even violated by others. They allow us to separate who we are and what we think and feel from the thoughts and feelings of other people. Even the Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Another translation says, Above all else, guard your heart, for it determines the course of your life. Listen, your heart is valuable. It is the source of everything that you do, and it determines the course of your life. See, that's powerful. You need to understand that if you don't set boundaries, you cannot guard your heart. And if you don't guard your heart well, then your life is going to be miserable and it's not going to have the direction that God has purposed it to have because your heart will determine the course of your life. If you want to hear, if you want to know the condition that someone is in, how much love they have for themselves, where they see themselves, just listen to what they're saying because what they're saying will reveal who they are internally. They might look really good on the outside, but on the inside, they're hurt, they're in pain, they're struggling. You see, Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever they are speaking is coming straight from the heart. And if they have not set boundaries in place, boundaries into motion, their hearts are always going to get kicked around. So listen, your heart is valuable. Your heart is valuable. It determines the course of your life. It's the source of everything. Guard it. Protect it. And how do you do that? Well, by setting boundaries. If you fail to set the boundaries, well, then the probability of you succumbing to a toxic, narcissistic, crazy, dominant individual is pretty high. And your chances of living a life to its fullest, well, that would be pretty low. When we begin to set boundaries with people we love, a really hard thing happens. They hurt. They hurt. They may feel a hole where you used to be the plug for their aloneness, their disorganization, or their financial irresponsibility. Whatever it is, they feel a loss. You see, people use other people that don't set boundaries to be the plug for their aloneness, for their mishaps, for their overspending, their financial irresponsibility. These are the people that are not looking for a spouse. They're looking for a mom or a dad to take care of them. And when you start to set boundaries, it hurts them. They feel at a loss. You see, but if you love them, This will be difficult for you to watch, but when you're dealing with someone who is hurting, remember that your boundaries are both necessary for you and helpful for them. 
If you have been enabling them to be irresponsible, your limit setting may nudge them toward responsibility. It may nudge them into the right direction. But if you keep on enabling, you become codependent. And then you become worse off than they are. These people are usually great manipulators. They will play with your emotions. They're great observers of human behavior. And they know your weaknesses. And therefore, it is utmost important that you set proper boundaries into motion to guard your heart. Because remember, your heart determines the course of your life. Some of you right now listening, you're thinking about this. You're thinking about your own relationships. And you have been taking the responsibility for your spouse's or your significant other's mess-ups for their reactions and their decisions. I once had a couple in my office for marriage counseling. And the wife said to me that the night before the session, she and her husband were having an argument and that her husband raised his fist and waved it in her face, meaning that if she continued with the confrontation, he was going to punch her. And although he didn't, she felt attacked, violated. And so she brought it up in front of him. And so I turned to him and I asked, why did you do that? His response was, she made me do it. Again, I asked again, I said, why did you do it? He said, well, she raised her voice. I said, no, no, why did you do it? He said, well, she disrespected me. I said, no, no, why did you do it? He said, I didn't like the way she was looking at me. I said, no, why did you do it? To the point where the man was frustrated with my consistent question. He finally said, I did it because I chose to. I said, exactly. Take full responsibility for your reaction. Take full responsibility for your decisions. My friend, stop taking responsibility for your spouse's irresponsibility. Don't do it. You are only responsible for your reactions, for your actions, for your decisions. You're not responsible for theirs. Set healthy boundaries. That's what needs to happen in order for this to stop. And it won't stop right away. But over time, your limit setting may bring transformation to their life. Now, by all means, if you're in a relationship, and I'll, let, me, let me just say this. I'm not a proponent of divorce. Actually, I'm more of a proponent of restoration of, of relationships. But let me tell you that there are times when you have to pack up and leave for your own safety, whether it's physical, sexual, or emotional abuse. You have to guard yourself. You have to. You have to love yourself enough to guard yourself. Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. You can't love if you don't love yourself. You got to love yourself. If he or she is still struggling with childhood traumas, they need to seek help. But you can't be their Band-Aid. You can't be their punching bag either. Dr. Henry Cloud is someone that I admire. 
He is an author and he's a uh, an expert in the topic of boundaries. And he says, when you identify the need to set a boundary, do it clearly, calmly, firmly, respectfully, and in as few words as possible. Do not justify, get angry, or apologize for the boundary you're setting. You're not responsible. Listen, you're not responsible for the other person's reaction to the boundary you are setting. So when you go before that individual, whether it's your spouse, children, brother, friend, coworker, boss, and you're going to set a boundary, you do it clearly, calmly, firmly, respectfully, keep it simple, very simple, and by all means, do not feel that you need to justify your boundary. You don't have to give an explanation. Don't get angry or apologize. Simply set your boundary. Set your limits. You're only responsible for communicating your boundary in a respectful way, of course. That's it. If it upsets them, understand that that's their problem. It's not yours. They have issues. Some people, especially those used to controlling, abusing, or manipulating you, they might test you. Actually plan on it. Expect it. But remain firm. These people are usually experts at the fine art of manipulation. They have observed you. They know your behavior. And they know your flaws, your weaknesses. And they will try to capitalize on them by manipulating you in that direction. They will try to mess with your innermost sensitive feelings and fibers to manipulate you and to dissuade you from setting boundaries. Don't listen. Don't fall into that game, into that trap. So when you go into a situation where you're going to speak to someone to set boundaries, you can plan on them trying to persuade you or to manipulate you or to control you or abuse you. Dig in your heels, my friend. Stand firm. You are worth it. Remember, your behavior must match the boundaries you're setting. You can't successfully establish a clear boundary if you send mixed messages by apologizing. At first, you will probably feel selfish, guilty, or even embarrassed when you set a boundary. Do it anyways. And remind yourself, you have a right to self-care. Listen, self-care. What does that mean? Caring for yourself. Let me use the, uh, the flight attendant metaphor to explain this to you. When you're on an airplane on the tarmac and you are about to take off, before you do so, the flight attendant gives instructions. Now, I know that some of you probably put on your headphones and you listen to the latest podcasts, or, or maybe you're listening to this podcast right now as you're getting ready to take off. Well, I urge you that you listen to the flight attendant's instructions. She, she gives you instructions on how to exit in the event of an emergency, but then she also mentions that in the event that the plane were to lose pressure in the cabin, that oxygen masks will fall from the top deck. 
right in front of you. And then she gives a very important instruction. She says, once those masks drop, she says, put it on first. Put it on first. This is self-care. She says, before you help your neighbor, you must put it on first. What does that mean? Well, it means that if you don't put it on and you start to help everyone around you, you will die. You will surely die. The only way to be effective in helping others is to start by helping yourself. You've got to love yourself, forgive yourself, show grace to yourself, pamper yourself, nurture yourself, care for yourself. You see, setting boundaries takes practice and determination. Don't let anxiety, fear, or guilt prevent you from taking taking care of yourself. When you feel anger or resentment or find yourself whining or complaining, you probably need to set a boundary. Listen. You've got to listen to yourself. Determine what you need, what you don't need, what you need to do, what you need to say. Then communicate it assertively. Learning to set healthy boundaries takes time. It is a process. Set them in your own time frame and not when someone else tells you. Develop a support system of people who respect your right to set boundaries. Eliminate toxic people from your life. A toxic person is also known as an energy vampire. They will suck. Well, they suck, actually, but they also suck the life out of you. Jim Rohn is one of my favorite leadership coaches. He's passed away already, but he was Tony Robbins' mentor, and he once said that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. Miles Monroe said, if you spend time with nine losers, eventually you will become the 10th one. Evaluate your atmosphere. Evaluate your environment. Eliminate toxic people from your life as best as possible. Now, if you're married to one, well, set boundaries. Set them today. You got to start by elevating your self-worth. The value that you place on yourself will be the value that others will place on you. And keep in mind that in life, you don't get what you wish for. You don't get what you desire. You don't get, you don't get uh, what, you, what you wished for when you blew out the candles at your birthday. In life, you get what you tolerate. Whatever you are permitting, whatever you are tolerating is what you're getting. I once heard someone say that you teach people how to treat you by what you allow, what you stop, and what you reinforce. So ask yourself today, what am I allowing, what am I stopping, and what am I reinforcing in my relationships? If you are unwilling, unwilling to set boundaries, well then, my friend, prepare for everyone, including your neighbor's dog, to walk all over you and crap in your yard. Keep in mind, you get in life whatever you are willing to tolerate. You can do this. Stop tolerating and start setting boundaries. God bless you guys.